Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by hashtagbasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entirety of the internet. Like, don't you don't need to go anywhere else. Go to fi- hashtag basketball. Dot com. They got projections. They got waiver wire pickups. They got the best advanced schedule grid in the game. Go there today. Hashtag basketball.com. I am your host, Mike Katrin. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael. Um, spiciest team in the NBA right now. Who are you thinking? The Just spice? most... Yeah, just drama, storylines, all the good the, spice. Who the is most, the spiciest team? That's so tough because there's I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of drama all over the place. It's a spicy I know, I season love it. already. So good. So it's good. Already a spicy season. I'm gonna go with I'm actually gonna go with maybe uh I'm not gonna go with the Lakers because I already said I already have my piece. Uh, I'm not gonna go with the Nets because we know where that's going. Uh, I'm gonna go with the fact that um the Celt- the the Celtics just got broken by the Bulls. Dude, not only that, but Marcus, this was my pick too. Marcus Smart just calling out Tatum and Brown. Yeah, he's just like pass, everyone. Pass the ball, bro. <laughs> the best. The pass absolute the ball. best. And I don't know, but I, I mean, I think we kind of saw this coming with some of the players that they added who have, for lack of a better term, kind of flamed out in some other spots. Yeah that there was probably going to be a little bit of dysfunction there. And then a first-year coach on top of that probably isn't a good idea when you got some some spicy characters already. So um, they're a very interesting team to watch. They've got, what, they're like two and six? Is that right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're not, they're not playing terribly well. They uh, Anytime your team signs Jabari Parker, you know that's a problem. Oh, they're two and five. My that's bad. A, that's, a good, that's a bad omen. Uh, take it from a Bulls fan. Uh, signing Jabari Parker is not – is definitely a bad omen for the uh, the rest of your uh, season. But um, shout out to like Al Horford, who is like balling turn very hard for, for his age. Yeah, turn it back the clock in. He's he's good. He's good. He's absolutely good. In fact, today I think we're just going to be I mean, we're pretty much going to be talking about the hots, the knots, what's going on uh, around the league, some surprising. Uh, players around the league and maybe some you know slow starts and we definitely need to talk about the poor shooting across the league i have a theory about that but like yeah let's talk about al horford like he's one of those uh you know i would say shocking starts we're still living in sample size uh small sample size theater right now but if you go to hashtag basketball.com and you look at their rankings al horford is currently seventh in nine cat and 10th and eight and eight cat. Well, yeah, Al Horford's blocking everything, which Al Horford like had barely blocked a shot a game for the last few years. And now he's blocking three. Yeah. We um, need a, some, some uh, performance enhancing like uh, mm-hmm. tests on this dude. Like what's going on here. <laughs> this is obviously not sustainable. Well, here's the other thing too. They're putting him in a position to block a few more shots. Whereas, like, in Philly, he played a lot with Joel, right? Like, he wasn't going to block many shots playing next to Joel. I mean, in Oklahoma City last year, 
well, that just wasn't a great situation. Well, I mean, that, if I'm Al way. Horford, yeah, why am I playing hard in Oklahoma City? Right, but like the Celtics need him, and they need him to be good. And I mean, I guess you could say, okay, well, they got Robert Williams, but like, you know, he he just has he looks looks rejuvenated too. Like maybe he had the 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 Thunder sitting him out for as long as they did helped him get his body right, and he just looks really good. Now, how long will this sustain? It's a good question and a fair one. But well, let's just say like something realistic happens with Al Horford, right? Which is the minutes sneak back down to maybe 29 under 30 right um and then the blocks go back to uh, everything always reverts back um especially with older players not not always how about that but things usually revert back to the mean we talk about it all the time but let's just say you know like the blocks are he's in a position like you're saying the blocks are a little up maybe we're talking about like 1.3 so we're talking about a steal over a block um the assists are always decent the rebounds are uh, probably good. I mean, do you think the rebounds come down too? Probably a little bit, but I could see him averaging like eight, eight and a half, nine. Yeah, I'm trying to see where the regression is here. Obviously, if he regresses in blocks, he's down, you know, probably in that uh, like 50 range instead of up here. Here's the other thing, at, though. There's, stat that, there's a stat that's going up and it's assists. Yeah. They kind of need someone to be um, a playmaker in, in, in Boston. They've, uh, they're, they're broken. <laughs> and uh, Al Horford seems to be the only one with a clear head on his shoulders in this, uh, in this situation. So the, the points, the threes, everything else is actually pretty su- sustainable from what he's doing right now, minus the blocks and probably not 10 rebounds again. And he's been pretty damn healthy over the last – I mean, pretty much his whole career. I mean, he had two, those two kind of big injury years. And then he had last year in Oklahoma city, but other than that, he's been pretty darn healthy. So like I, I buy on Al Horford and I still think you can buy on Al Horford because well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is this a buy? Oh, he's going to be the 75th ranked player, blah, 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 whatever. Like probably not dude. Just Al Horford, good shot. Al Horford is in the top 50. The end yeah. of the year. It, it, so, I, we could be looking at one of the elusive uh, buy highs. Uh, yeah, which we, which we talk about a lot. Like, would you rather have Jakob Podol? Well, Jakob Podol's out for a hot second here. He's um, going to be out for protocol, a week so. or so. We have some COVID going around the league. You know what? That's a good question, actually, because I think maybe their, their stat lines are pretty darn similar, and Horford's probably better in the free throws and better in the assists. Yep, and threes. So... I think I'd rather have Horford. Yeah, if you don't need the blocks, I think I'd rather have Horford. But like that's kind of like yeah, that 50 in that 50 range where a lot of those um centers, right? That run on centers we kept talking about that we didn't want to get involved in because we just didn't want like now Richard Holmes is having a you know a, a fantastic year right now, but like that whole list of I didn't want to get caught in that center group. Uh, because I'd rather have Jonas Valanciunas or Al Horford even further. Like Al Horford was like drafted like in the hundreds. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, and a, and a guy that I actually picked up in a couple leagues just because I'm like yeah, you know off what? the waivers. Like he's just he's got a lot of potential. And I yeah. said this last year, going into last year when he was playing for the Thunder, like Al Horford's probably going to be good. Now he didn't really play; that was a problem, but he was good when he did. <laughs> 
yeah and i expected i picked him up uh you know expecting like a like a better a little bit better or around a pj washington type and he might be having a little bit of a renaissance and i i would say if you can uh, this is a buy high situation for uh, for Al Horford. Uh, there's a bunch of actually quite a few names up here at the top of the rankings. Now, granted, we're in we're about seven games in, y'all. So let's uh, let don't don't get too don't get too excited, right? Um, but I think if as if you were uh, you're you're uh, obviously a listener to this podcast, like you subscribe, and I really I really really appreciate that, and I hope. You were listening carefully because um, the guy that I seeked out for my sleeper of the season, his name is Miles Bridges, and he's currently ranked 11th in 8-cat, and he's playing 35 minutes a game, and he's uh, shot-calling. He's also balling. He is getting tons of steals and blocks. Uh, he's scoring like a madman, and I'm, I'm not, I don't think this is like a, like, you know, like, oh, you know, seven game fluke type of situation right like he looks great he looks like he's a go-to guy they've thrown different defenses at him and he's shooting currently 47 percent. last season he shot 50 percent. he just missed a 50 well i guess not just but he was 50 and 40 and 86 so it's yeah. almost a 50 40 90 it's almost like they kind of just unleashed him. So let's let's look at his his line here. Um, what what regresses? If anything, the steals feel high. Yeah, I think that's probably where I'm going to go. The steals and the blocks. I mean, the blocks are probably about where they should be, but the steals are definitely high. Yeah, like he averaged 0.8 blocks last season in 29 minutes, so he's playing 35 minutes currently. I'd say a block yeah, a but- game seems fair. I'll give you that, but also the larger offensive role you play, the harder it is to block shots too. Yes. And so I could see that kind of staying in that like 0.7, 0.8 range if he's going to keep playing this huge offensive role just because like, you know, he's got to expend his energy scoring and not playing the crazy defense. But anyways, that's semantics. I think the steals are probably one, maybe 1.1, 1.2. Yeah, they're they're 1.8 right now. That feels very high. One seems sustainable. We know steals are kind of like the outlier. Sometimes guys can just be really great at steals for a season that disappears over overnight. Um, Yeah, like the steals feel like a regression. Potentially, if he stops, if he stops taking 18 shots a game, but why? Why would he? Why would he? Why would his shots reduce? Well, who's going to take the shots? Like, exactly. We, I all guess, know, we talk about LaMelo, and we know LaMelo, he'd rather pass. LaMelo's not a big score. Uh, the guy who's been out is Terry Rozier, right? Terry Rozier, well, how many games he played now? Three? Yeah. So I, I suppose that you could say, you know, he, he played 33 minutes in the last two. He scored 14 and 23 in the last two games. And Bridges in those two games has scored 19 and 13. Now, part of it is Bridges has just missed some shots. But I guess the theory could be that Terrazier kind of takes some of the shots away from Bridges, which is fair. I don't know that Bridges is going to score 23 a game. I, will he score 20, I think, is the question. If his three-pointers are on if – he, if he's going to take bulk three-pointers and they're going to hover around that you know 
40%. I think the points stay. If he's going to be able to, if he's going to be able to hit threes, like he can, like he does, I I think the points, like maybe it's 23 might be the the high water mark, but like the low mortar, I don't think it's below 20. It's a good question. It's a good question. I don't know. I, if you asked me today to pick over under on 20 points a game for, for miles bridges at the end of the season, I'd say under. All right. I'm going to say over, put it on the board, Tyler. Um, this to me also feels like potentially a buy high. I think a lot of people don't know who Miles Bridges is. Um, and I don't think I'm moving Miles Bridges for anyone that was drafted in the fourth round or later. I got, I got high upside feels on Miles Bridges last season. Uh, definitely feel, um, you know, maybe I'm a little too invested in uh, Miles oh. Bridges, but um, not, right now I'm feeling pretty good. The fact that I invested a lot in him and, you know, like, would you trade Miles Bridges for, let's say, Tobias Harris? <sighs> maybe, maybe not. It's a good, that's actually, it's a question. It's a tough question for me, man. Well, let's let's just get into it. What separates those two players? Like, first off, Tobias Harris is is out for ten days because he tested positive for the COVID. So, Fair. Um, let's just throw that on the table. If you got him right now, okay. you're probably putting him on the on the bench. Uh, but like the blocks, the are- blocks. Tobias Harris is like an almost block, uh, almost steal, uh, one steal, almost one block guy, and Miles Bridges feels like a steal and a block guy. So like that's yeah. pretty close. So my series gets more rebounds. Does he? I'd say on a regular basis, yes. I mean, Tobias Harris only got seven a game last year, but obviously Ben Simmons isn't there, so there's probably a little bit more on the table for I him. Think yeah. is almost averaging eight. More to go around. Very similar players, right? Because the percentage, they, they, they uh, kind of champion their percentages. Um, I think Tobias Harris' percentage is a little bit slightly better, but Miles Bridges' three-pointer made is going to be a lot, uh, I would say significantly better. Yeah. Okay. So again, it's, it's the question, the age old question of like, who, who do you believe in here? And honestly, like, because they're super similar players, I probably would trade miles bridges for Tobias Harris because I feel good about Tobias Harris doing being Tobias Harris. Whereas for the miles rest bridges, of the season, right? Right. It's a question on what he's going to be for the rest of the season. Yes. And some, yeah, that's to me, that's a lateral move. It's a safety move, right? Where you're like, I want safety. I want Tobias Harris for the rest of the season, or I want Chris Middleton for the rest of the season. That's uh, absolutely fair, right? You, you, maybe you don't trust Miles Bridges. That's the, the lateral move you make, but that's a hell of an improvement for where you drafted. But I'd say anyone below that, that, that space, right? Like if you're talking about like um, a, a, a Kimball Walker or, um, a Brandon, maybe, I don't know, Brandon Ingram. I'm not a big Brandon Ingram guy. Like, I don't know if I'm doing that, Kyle Lowry. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. So, yeah, I mean, I, basically, Miles Bridges has moved himself up into Chris Middleton, Tobias Harris range. Um, I feel fairly safe saying that. I, that that's obviously not um, where he's currently ranked. He's, uh, like I said, ranked 11th. But a third-round player? well within grasp for miles bridges let's talk about the guy who's ap- absolutely blowing up his uh adp and uh john morant 
John Morant is uh, like, first off, John Morant has taken a leap. Let's like, you can see it. Even small sample size theater. John Morant has taken a leap. He looks fantastic. He, I believe he leads the league in scoring in the paint. He's been really good. Yes. Now, once again, the question, what, uh, he's, he's currently ranked seventh in eight cat on hashtag basketball. What is not sustainable? And I think quite a, not quite a bit of it, but a bit of it is unsustainable. A decent amount. So he had that like kind of disappointing fantasy year last year. And now like he's back to being. No, he's absurd. Right. Just insane. Like who is he? Right. Um, He's not that good of a three-point shooter. And he's not going to keep hitting that high of a field goal percentage. No, he's shooting 52%. He's like one of the few people shooting well in the league. Uh, but he's getting all his points uh, in the paint. It's like he's getting to the lane. He's getting layups. Right? Well, and the steals are absurdly high, too. So it's like he's yeah. just – there's a lot of it here that you're like, okay, will he – Will he keep this up? Probably not. I mean, I, I don't feel great about him keeping this up. This is definitely a sell high for me because he I always agree. gets a little overdrafted anyways by his name. Like people get hyped on just wanting John Morant. So I would I would definitely sell high here if I could. If you, yeah, if you can get, and like we're going to talk about these guys uh, who are shooting incredibly poorly uh, right now, Bradley Beal, Dame, Vujovic, uh, Jason Tatum, um, Donovan Mitchell. I, I, I think I, I want all those guys. Uh, Devin Booker. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe Devin that Devin Booker Don Mitchell range is probably where uh, it becomes. Uh, what do you need? It's like if you need the assists, maybe you stay with with John Morant. But like John Morant's definitely moved himself up in how I feel about him. But some people think he's a god. And I think you guys, uh, if, if, if you have people in your league who feel that way and you give a shit about your percentage, especially free throw, I think you've got to shift him. Um, you got to shift him out for some, somebody in that, in those first three rounds. I mean, I'd rather have Booker and those guys, even, you know what I mean? Like all, all those guys pretty much you mentioned, I think I'd rather have than the John Moran. Just, I feel like, I feel good about knowing what Booker is and John Morant. Like I'm still not quite sure. And plus he's not this stats. Guy. Well, and the defensive stats for, for Booker aren't great, but like the defensive stats for Morant have been bad too. Yeah. Last uh, season, I mean, night and absolute day. Um, he's the, the percentages are not going to stay. The like you said, the steals are not going to stay. The rebounds and assists feel perfectly fine. Rebounds maybe a little high, but I guess uh, Vooch or not Vooch, uh, Jonas is not in Memphis anymore. Who I, I Jonas? I want to know how many times a day about. you think you think about Vooch because you just every one random time you just go ah Vooch. Oh, no, not Vooch. No. <laughs> I think about I think about Vooch all all day every day um, because he is the key to the Chicago Bulls championship. Um, yeah, like, Voot, like, I, I, I wanted to say Jonas, Jonas also having a nice start. And I feel like that one, um, is very sustainable. Uh, your boy Dinwiddie, how, how do you, uh, Dinwiddie currently? So this is what I kept trying 41st. to tell you D- Dinwiddie was going to be. And you yeah. kept trying to tell me I was insane. Yep. I did. And I'm like, 
we've seen Dinwiddie be a 20 point per game score. We've seen Dinwiddie do pretty much what he's doing before. And you could say, okay, the rebounds are a little bit high, but like Washington needs people to rebound. It's the reason Kyle Kuzma is getting like 12 a game. They have no one to rebound. Yes. And so Dinwiddie is stepping up there. Uh, Bradley Beal shooting really poorly. Um, Dinwiddie playing very well. Is Dinwiddie a buy high candidate? Not in the sense that we're buying high on like the guys we just talked about, like currently ranked 41st. Um, I, I think his value is higher than his perception. So yes, I would say you buy him. Yes, because I think because people are going to expect to get lowballed, and if you kind of like meet them where their expectation is, they're going to feel like they're getting a lateral good deal. But you are like, I, I think Dinwiddie is is better than uh, Derek White. Yeah, for sure. And like Dinwiddie right now is a top fifty player. I wouldn't be surprised if he just keeps up the stat line pretty much the whole year and is a top fifty player. Like, yeah, he's good and. He, they need a score. They need someone to rebound. They need someone to get some, do some playmaking and get assists. Like as long as he can stay healthy, I think Dinwiddie is pretty much what you're saying. Yeah. I would actually say the same thing for the other two guys on this list, uh, guys who are just blowing their ADP out of, out of the water here. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas ranked 12th currently on eight cat. Um, he's playing 34 minutes a game and we've, we've, we both like Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, we both were like, yeah, he's being underdrafted. He's actually really, really good. Um, what's not sustainable with what he's doing right now? It's all completely sustainable, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the scoring is probably going to come down a little bit when Zion comes back. Yes, when Zion comes be- back, if Zion comes back. Uh, I don't think we need to rehash that because that's just a sticky, tricky situation. But the rest of it's it's all real. I mean, the rebounds might drop a little bit too, but like – Jonas is good, man. We've talked about this for years. And so, you know, if they're going to play him a ton and they need him right now, he's going to be really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, one of my also kind of favorites here, DeJounte Murray. Um, I think what DeJounte Murray is doing is very, very sustainable. The steals may be a little high, but not, not, not that high. Oh, and how, I think he's how's my prediction here. looking, Michael? I haven't Usage. checked on this. I'm about to look at this. Which was, what was the prediction? Uh, it was, it was DeJounte Murray was the only spur inside the top something 75. Okay. Let's, um, let me only spur top 75. Derek white sneaking in, sneaking in there. Uh, Jakob Podol is my, is my dark horse there to, to screw, to screw up your, to screw up your rankings, your Uh, prediction. But the prediction, I, I still stand. What about Devin Vassell? He might scrub your uh, prediction too. Yeah, but see, I still, that was the part of it, was I think they're all going to kind of put put some, I don't know, what do you, what's the what's the expression, Mike? When they all, too many cooks in the kitchen, basically. Yeah, they all kind right? of, uh, you know, they're all po- kind coach of each other's each usage. Other's pots, right? And yeah. so, um, they're all digging into each other's sock drawer. Right. And you so, you know what I mean? Uh, DeJounte Murray, the, the good question is what what can you keep up here, right? Like we've been talking about the steals, probably. The steals a little too high. Feels a little high, but like I said, not too not like, oh, it's gonna drop back down to one. Like, no, nah, like the guy can the guy can uh get you know over one and a half steals a game. 
I guess my other question would be the threes, which have been super inconsistent throughout his career. Like he hits him, he doesn't hit him, he hits him again. Um, so sure. I'm not sure where that's going to land. They need to space the floor better. They need to shoot. Um, yeah, so, he's going to take threes. Yeah, now the question is, does he make them? I don't know. That's a, it's a, up in the air, I would say. But the, the rebounds are uh, online. The rebounds are last the, year. The eight assists. Now they need a playmaker. There's no DeMar DeRozan. He easily, easily just took a couple of DeMar DeRozan's assists here. Yeah, but eight, eight's a lot. Is I'd it? Say, if he's the if he's the number one ball handler, if he's getting a majority of the usage, majority of the point guard okay. uh, playing, is eight is eight I'll a play. lot? I'll play. Let last year. Now, offense was way up last year. Offense was as high as it ever was. Yeah, and it's okay. pretty high. This How many year? guys averaged more than eight assists a game? Do you know the answer to this question? Twenty-five. Six. <laughs> Don't know. Why I said twenty-five because I think you asked this question in the preseason, and I got it really like I was like really close, and then for some reason I switched to twenty-five. <laughs> And that's why, like, I don't, is he a top 10 guy in assists? I mean, DeRozan was, he was 11th, 7, 6.9. Well, that's, I think that's kind of my point, right? Is that like, there is no DeRozan, to... DeRozan was doing seven. This guy was, when, when DeRozan, DeRozan was getting seven, this guy was getting five. So what's, what's three more assists? Everything. Well, it's I a mean... lot. If you uh, drafted him, you're real happy about it right but like is it sustainable my my answer is yes i think i think we talked about this in the preseason and i said i could see him getting like six and a half or seven and I, i'll stand by that all right i'm gonna i think that's where it ends up over like under eight. over under seven and a half are we taking are you taking the over or the under i'm taking the under for sure all right i'm taking the over put it on the board um i own a lot of Dejounte murray stock as well uh, full disclosure um i think we got to talk about the other surprising thing of uh, this season which is um, go look at field goal percentage. Go take a look at field goal percentage right now. Um, and this is not a, this is not a, oh, James Harden's flopping a lot and they're not calling anything uh, kind of discussion, right? That's, that's not, James Harden is shooting under 40%. Um, that's true. Donovan Mitchell is shooting 41%. Bradley Beal is shooting 30 Eight percent, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do you a whole another uh, another one. Vujovic is shooting thirty under forty percent, thirty nine percent. Jonas uh, Valanciunas is at fifty. He's at fifty percent. Never mind. But um, yeah, like Julius Randle's at forty two percent. There are a lot of players, including bigs, Joel Embiid at forty three, uh, including bigs who are shooting very very poorly what what is your what is your feeling what is your take on this tyler is it just small sample size theater because this feels like a trend uh there's a lot of factors at play here um anthony edwards a lot of people had a lot of faith in him is shooting 40 percent. the ball is one of them like the ball is different and it's taking some time for guys to get used to the ball um the the foul calling or lack of foul calling is a the, maybe the biggest issue I think. I like yes, I've seen a lot of um, you know obviously they're not calling the flops, but I've seen a lot of just 
pure on contact for guys like Luka Doncic, uh, Trey Young, uh, Jonas Valanciunas in the paint, Vooch in the paint, lots of contact yeah, and just no calls whatsoever. If you're going to the rim and the dude hits your arms. That's not a flop. It's not and a if you, flop. And if you, sell <laughs> that, if you sell that contact, that's obvious contact, that's also not a flop. That's fucking contact. Yeah, and that's a foul. And I think we've gone we're so worried about getting a downgrade, I think, as an official, because we called something that's a point of emphasis the wrong way, that we're going completely the other way and not calling any contact. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Part, like, you don't want to get in trouble because you called the thing that's the new thing you're not supposed to call. So you just go the other way and don't call anything. And then it's really hard to score if some dude's hanging on your arms, man. <laughs> like, yeah, there's the, uh, the, 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 the theory that um and i might I, I might actually believe this theory that um michael jordan learned how to slightly touch an elbow on a jump shot in order to you know affect people's shots if you barely if you barely bump a guy's arm for any shot it's going to be off like no matter how good of a shooter you are if you're steph curry you touch his elbow while he's shooting he's not going to make it uh, if you are uh, taking it to the rim and you get uh, hip checked or grabbed, you're not going to make a shot. And I don't want to see us go back to the jump into another dude like uh, Harden does, uh, Beal does, Trey does. But these guys are also just taking it to the rim in a regular fashion and not getting calls. I think you talked about this. You watched the Dallas game, uh, Dallas Heat. They finally started uh, uh, calling uh you know takes to the rim jimmy butler had 17 free throws and i think luca finally had a bunch of free throws we got 12 it was the first time he doubled he doubled his season high he had the most he had in any game was six he had 12 in that game yeah yeah and i it it, it, it there has to be you cannot assume um that all contact from these players who have learned how to game the system that any contact on them is also a flop, even if they're selling it. And I think the NBA will catch up to that. I do. I want to give the NBA credit because I think the rules changes are great. And I do want to give them credit because I do think they constantly review change maneuver the, 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 what the officials need to focus on in order to align with a better product. So I do want to give them credit for that, but I do think it shifts back, right? So you're seeing uh, all those guys we just listed, Lillard, Beal, Donovan Mitchell, um, you know, Vujovic, Tatum, all those dudes, 100% by lows. Anthony Edwards, by low. Michael Porter Jr., by low. Yeah, so some of the, the, the guy that's interesting in that list is Porter Jr. because like, he just hasn't been shooting quite as much. He lo- that one looks off. Yeah, I would say that one is uh, a yellow. The rest of them are green flags. Go for it. That one's a yellow flag. Buy yeah, real low. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, and maybe it's a, a Nuggets thing. I don't. I don't know. Will Barnes been playing all right, but like, yeah, he just he can't find it. And I mean, he took nine shots against Memphis. He took fourteen against Minnesota. That Dallas game, he didn't look great. Like, it's no. just – he's just – and from what I'm seeing, he has not looked good. So I'm I'm very cautiously buying on him if I'm buying on him. Like, My I'm thought not... process is, is that 
he's got nowhere to go but up. And it's not like he's yeah, going anywhere. You know what again, I mean? Like, as as hot as people were on him in the preseason, like what can you buy at? Yes, that's, I, 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 that's a very good point. I think everyone was too high on him in the preseason. And I guess that's my point is like, is he a top 50 player? Maybe, probably, right? But like, I would say by the end of the season, I think there's a decent chance. Like, I think it's a 50 50 chance. But, but is, he, is he not a top 75 player? I don't know. Absolutely not. I, I think he's definitely a top 75 player. Yeah. And if the problem you know is you I mean? drafted him at 28. Yeah, and that's that's it. Like, I don't want to buy him at forty, even really. Like, I think he might sneak into the top fifty, but I don't yeah. want to buy him at some crazy, 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 crazy high price. Yeah, like, this is a buy low. Paid draft. Well, this is by like a buy at value low. While like I'm willing to give up some decent, good assets playing well. For someone like Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, like those guys have done it. They've been, you know, top 15, top 20, uh, Donovan Mitchell, top 30. Like I'm perfectly fine with m- moving someone who's having a hot start, like the Jonte Murray it, it, for one of those guys. Not so much Michael Porter Jr. I'm with you there. Tyler, it's already, I mean, week three is flying by. There's a lot of good games on. Um, is there any particular player um, here in midweek that's caught, that's just kind of caught your eye hanging around? Oh, right. This is no, my new game. People maybe aren't on. Yeah, this is your this is your question. Are you trying to set me up for my game? So last time we talked about Evan Mobley. If you haven't listened to that, that was fun. We had a nice discussion about Mr. Evan Mobley. Um, we got to call this like- Tyler's player bre- player breakdown moment of uh, the week. <laughs> Sponsored by uh, uh, smoking hot poker chips. This, poker is, chi- this is a new company you just made. <laughs> yeah, smoking hot smoking poker up. chips. The poker chips are literally on fire. You cannot touch them. They'll burn the felt on your poker table. Buy them today. Smoking hot poker chips. All right, all right, all right. Well, see, I was I was ill prepared for this because I forgot about it after last time. But How did you forget about players. your sponsored segment, Tyler? I, I got some players that I'm still still very interested in, so uh, shouldn't be too bad. You know what? This is a guy that you made fun of me for liking. I, so I do I'm, that a lot. I'm gonna stand by this 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 man. He is not performing super well yet. Okay, as far as statistically. But there have been some very interesting things from said rookie. And this maybe is part of my segment that these are all rookies so far. Yes. It's Mr. Davion Mitchell. Okay. I'm assuming you have not watched Money Kings games, Michael. I try not to. And Mr. Mitchell is not shooting very well to start the year. No, he's not. But a lot of people aren't. But he just gets after it. And... The thing that you like to see from a rookie who's not in the starting lineup is he has played 30 minutes two times already, and he has played more than 29 minutes four times already. Okay. I like that. So he is getting the minutes. He did have a 22-point game against the Warriors. He okay. had a 18-point game against the Utah Jazz. Those are, those are flashes. And – 
He had a four steal game against the Utah Jazz. They played the Utah Jazz twice for some reason. Not not too sure why that is. Get it out of the way. Um, he a also of, a lot of away games for the the Kings to start the season out. Yes, and some good wins. I mean, they beat the they beat the Suns. They beat the Blazers. Yeah. Um, I'll take a Pelicans win as a good win too. For the, for the Kings. He's already got an awesome nickname too. Do you know what his nickname is? Uh, Squirrel Master. Off night. What does that mean? Like he forces you to have an off night. He is okay. Okay, that's pretty good. What right? about the off night? That's well, better. I feel like that is better, like, but I, I don't make basketball reference nicknames, so I. It's, I don't know, know who does. We still haven't. To do. We still have not found out the guy who makes the nicknames, where they get the nicknames. I'm telling you, I want to read. I'll read the 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 the. 2000 word article on the guy who makes the names for basketball reference. We can get him on the show. We can get him to talk about it. We've got to figure this out, Tyler. This is like year three. We've been talking about it. Uh, I'll, I'll send him an email. I'll see what I can get. See what yeah, I get you, you got connections. It. Let's see what we can do. Um, so here's what I like. I've seen some good games. You like that? Okay. You just watch him play and you see him impacting the game. Yeah like that okay so here's my my premise you don't want him now no but in january do you want him because i'm gonna vote mm. yes um i'm gonna vote no mm. and this is I'm, why tyler um this is why in a standard i'm gonna vote no still and this is why i don't think the team makeup changes terribly much by january in sacramento maybe it does maybe i'm wrong and if so i will i I reserve the right to reevaluate this assessment um the kids are playing about 27 minutes a game it's it needs to be better the percentages are bad like very bad. Now, granted, maybe that's the new ball. Maybe everybody's having a problem. We've talked about everybody having percentages having yeah, a but, problem. And but his free throw is his free throw is terrible. Well, he's um, only shot eight free throws. He's so. not gonna be um he's not gonna be the team's um point guard. He's not going to be the playmaker on the team. He's not gonna get like good rebounds even for a point guard. He doesn't spread the floor out terribly well from three, and he's not a true scorer. I think he's a great NBA player. Does it translate to fantasy? Uh, no, it doesn't. Give him thirty minutes a game. What do do I like? Is that a standard league player? I don't know. Slightly. I think it is because I think it's like twelve points. It could potentially be like two steals. You're talking about like you're talking about PJ Washington. Worse than PJ Washington, actually. Uh, There's not maybe. enough rebounds there, and he's maybe. he's not gonna he's not gonna be in the Buddy Hill role. And he's not gonna be in the Darren Fox role. So he's out there guarding dudes. Uh, maybe well, here's some more steals. Two steals is a lot. He's already he's only getting one in 27 minutes. Yeah, but again, it's he got a bunch in a couple games, and he hasn't gotten any in some other games. But again, like part of that is like adjusting to the NBA and the speed of it. Like how many guys come in and steal the ball two times a game, even when they can get two steals a game? Not, Not that a many. Ton. Not a ton. Right? 
And I'm, so I will give you, I'm keeping an eye on him. I'm not dismissing him outright. Here's, an eye on him. here's the, the post all-star break stat line. You ready for it? I'll give it to you right now. I, uh, right off the top of my head. Write this down, folks. Uh, three, three rebounds, four assists. Right away, one, the three rebounds aren't going to happen. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He's gotten three rebounds or more in three out of the what is this? Two, is four, he capable se- of that on a different team or a different made made up team? Sure. Uh, we'll see, Michael. I'm telling you, this is going to be the stat line. You can put this, write this down. At, we'll look it. at I'm his post All break stat I'm line. Writing, hold on, I'm writing it down. Let me get to the. Let me get to our our secret domain. All right, let me hear it. He's going to average three rebounds, four assists, 1.8 steals. Not even going to venture a guess on the blocks because it's not going to be – it's going to be like 0.3. That's fine. Uh, 12.5 points. Okay. 1.8 pointers made. That seems like a lot. 40 2.7% 2.7% from the field. Very specific. Uh, I, I try to be as specific as possible. And free throws. Let me see. Let me see how bad he was or good in college. Fucking okay. garbage. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. I'm going to guess somewhere in the 65% range. The, what, what percentage? 65? Yeah. That feels like the most accurate thing you said. Yes. <laughs> Tell him, right. Mike. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. What I'm going to give you what day? January? I don't know. This is uh, after the January, middle break. of January? Like halfway through the season, whatever that works out to be. What is that? Uh, well, uh, halfway through the season. Halfway through the season. Let's see here. Kings play. Uh, write the other ones down. DeJounte Murray, seven and a half assists. I feel like Tyler is under is over. I feel like February, starting in February. That seems fair. That's right. about half. February Maybe. 1st. Stay yeah, tuned. Fe- February 1st, David Mitchell. We are going to be um, right. We're going to start writing these fucking predictions down, Tyler. Um, making sure we hold ourselves accountable here at the watching the boxes podcast. And that is it for the uh, burning hot poker chip. Hot guy of the week, Tyler. I think that's it for uh, these hot, hot and low guys. The uh, kind of like taking the temperature of the NBA season. Uh, this this very young NBA season. Lots, lots of games. Lots of uh, lots of stuff to get into. Lots of games to get into. Where can people find you on Twitter, Tyler? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler P Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, rate, review us, or support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash watching the boxes, or twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. Shout out to anybody who saw me on uh, the Twitch game show that my buddy puts on. Has nothing to do with fancy basketball, but, you know, support local artists. You should support us as well. We are local artists, Tyler, to be honest. That is true. That's very true. We appreciate you listening. If you got anything, hit us up on Twitter. We're around. And we'll see you next time.